All right, News Roundup, Information Overload, Hour 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Our friend Joe Paggs is at it again. He has a special tribute song to those 13 rhinos that voted for the $1.2 trillion infrastructure. And by the way, if they didn't vote for it, it wouldn't have passed. Great job, these 13 Republicans. Anyway, our friend Joe Paggs honors them with this song. Each time we vote for them, we believe what they say. It's time to take a stand. It's our future at play. They had their shot to stop Biden's mess. Why did those 13 rhinos say yes? One day they say they're in sync with just what we want. And now it's just a sin Had their shot then did squat Each time I'm hopeful I must confess Why did those 13 rhinos say yes? We send them there Believing what they do They vote with the left To us they say screw you we need to call them out. We should take their seats back. Showed what they're all about. They might be smoking crack. You know we can't give them a free pass. Why did those 13 rhinos kiss Joe's ass? They had one job, not to even bother. Stand firm against this junk, don't side with the mob. Well, here we are, and this we know. These reps are turncoats, didn't know they'd go this low. Voted in this spending bloat. Nancy Pelosi, they tried to impress. Why did these 13 rhinos cave and say yes? Why did these 13 rhinos cave and say yes? Why did these 13 rhinos cave and say yes? Anyway, our buddy Joe Paggs is with us now. I mean, I, you know, all these years I knew you. I never knew you had this talent. Uh, Carol Roth is with us as well. Uh, she has her podcast, The Roth Effect, and the uh, author of The War on Small Business, I, you know, you learn something. Like you think you know somebody, you're friends with somebody, and then you find out they have these incredible gifts. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me beforehand? I could have, <laughs> well, I, 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 I would have put in requests like for the last 20 years. Well, I, I, I didn't know that I should have said anything because, first of all, I don't think I'm much of a singer, but I have a really good time exposing these idiots when there's a big news story, and I get to have some fun with it, and I got a little bit of musical talent, I guess, just a tiny bit, Sean. Yeah, well, you do, you have amazing talent, actually, uh, and you're like me. You probably have too much time on your hands. I am a total, complete <laughs> loser, uh, and I admit it. Um, you know, it really. It, I will tell you this: between Mitch McConnell, you know, at the last minute, two straight months, Carol, he and Republicans said no, they're not going to help Biden on the debt ceiling. The Democrats on the debt ceiling, and they could have stopped everything right there, dead in its tracks. But at the last minute, they changed their mind. The same thing with the 13 Republicans. Why would you assist Joe Biden in giving him what is perceived as a win 
when he did not have the votes in his own party to pass this. We can't afford $1.2 trillion, never mind the additional $3.5 trillion they're trying to get still. Yeah, I mean, stuff like this undermines when people say that conservatives and the GOP are fiscally conservative, and then you have 13 rhinos, as uh, Joe so brilliantly sang about, uh, came out and not only did something that would make no sense absent of who was in charge, but then given the state of inflation and given the fact that they didn't have the votes, there's absolutely no reason that I can think of why this made sense. I mean, the bill's not actually for infrastructure. We're in a scenario where we have runaway spending, runaway inflation. These people need their head examined. It's really unbelievable. All right, I've got to ask you both. Um, I did not think I would get as as interested as I got and am in this case involving Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. Um, I can't believe you know that. It, well, I, I I should predict it. The rush to judgment, no due process, no presumption of innocence. That crowd always exists, but it included the president and included the media mob, people in Hollywood, all the predictable people, Joe Pags. And as I watch this trial unfold, you know, and I see the video and I listen to the eyewitness testimony and then I listen to the star witness of the prosecution say, yeah, I pointed the loaded gun at Kyle Rittenhouse before he shot me. The whole thing seems to have just fallen apart yet again. I couldn't agree more. You know, we went into this months and months now of hearing the left media tell us what this guy did wrong. He was a mega guy. He was a white supremacist. He was out there to kill some protesters. Joe Scarborough. I literally said the guy brought an AR-15, which is a huge gun, across the border to start shooting protesters. None of that even happened. First of all, an AR-15 isn't a huge gun. As I watch this, Sean, I'm looking at an indictment of the Second Amendment. I'm looking at an indictment of rifles, which is strange. Um, the, The prosecutor seemed to allege that Kyle Rittenhouse should have had a handgun for some reason, because I guess that's less deadly, um, and tried to say that protecting property while holding a gun means you're using lethal force. What you just alluded to, all these lefties in the media, all of these lies about him really remind you of Nicholas Sandman. There was a lie out here about Kyle Rittenhouse. There was a lie about what he did that night. He was a kid putting out fires, giving medical aid to people who were injured by rioters, and then defended himself. You could see it absolutely and exclusively in those videos that he was defending himself. And still you've got people at CNN and MSNBC alleging he's a white supremacist, and now the judge somehow is a racist. You've got white prosecutors and a white defendant. Somehow the judge is a racist because he's interjecting and telling that this assistant district attorney that he's doing it wrong. It, it, this, this is a microcosm of exactly what's wrong with the left media in this country. Thank God we're getting the true story. You know, let me play, for example, how bad, Carol, I'll let you respond to this first, how bad and abusively corrupt and biased the mob and the media has been in this case. Kenosha shooter Kyle Rittenhouse, he murdered two people, by the way. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, a vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, 
<laughs> a guy yeah. who's deeply racist went with weapons to a Black Lives Matter protest looking to get in trouble. He did. He murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid, just running around shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer. A white, Trump-supporting, MAGA-loving, uh, Blue Lives Matter, social media uh, uh, partisan, 17 years old, picks up a gun, drives from one state to another with the intent to shoot people. A 17-year-old boy mm. who drove across state lines with an AR-15 and started uh, shooting people up, including a guy with a skateboard. Kyle Rittenhouse, who has killed protesters, unarmed protesters. Rittenhouse, a 17-year-old that went with a weapon into the middle of uh, protests uh, and then provoked people and then shot and killed them. Kyle Rittenhouse is the enemy. A boy from out of state drives up to the state with an AR-15 around his neck, shoots right and kills yeah. a couple of people. Uh, shooting wildly, running around, uh, acting like uh, rent-a-cop. Drove across state lines armed with a rifle to go and shoot people. What a dark, uh, dystopian scene where a 17-year-old boy is carrying around a rifle, running around and, and gunning down protesters. Uh, there you have it, Carol. That That is your fair and balanced and objective, non-opinionated, non-biased media. Yeah, I mean, it really hits home hearing it one after another. And if you, um, you really look at what stands out there, so much of it is not about an individual. It's about a narrative that Kyle Rittenhouse isn't really the one on trial it's anybody who owns a gun, anybody who supports MAGA, anybody who supports Trump, anybody who doesn't think like the media does, that is really what's on trial. What I will say about it is that it is so blatant that a lot of people are starting to wake up. Bill Ackman, who is a well-known hedge fund manager who uh, I think leans a little bit lefty, went on a rant on Twitter yesterday saying how he had watched the testimony and cross-examination and said, quote, we came away believing that Kyle is telling the truth and that he acted in self-defense, went on this whole uh, tweet stream about talking about him being a civic-minded patriot and whatnot, then posts uh, a little bit later, just got a call from the media asking if my Twitter account was hacked. That is, the reporter couldn't conceive of the idea that I could believe Kyle's innocent because I am not a right-winger. I think that pretty much sums up what is going on here um i just you know it's just so typical quick break we'll come back more with carol roth joe pags on the other side then your calls coming up 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program an amazing hannity nine eastern tonight on the fox news channel all right look ladies and gentlemen thanksgiving is now just a short time away the holiday season not far behind that and there's still time to look your very best and that means genucel and chamonix and Genucel is the number one all-time bestseller. And this Thanksgiving, our friends at Chamonix are giving you 60% off on Genucel's most popular package at Genucel.com. Now, you can treat yourself to customer favorites targeting forehead wrinkles, dark spots, droopy eyelids, sagging jawlines, and even annoying bags and puffiness under your eyes. It's gone in literally hours. And by the way, don't worry about 
get it, not getting your amazing Genucel products in time. Yes, everything is manufactured and made right here in the good old USA. And from now until Thanksgiving, you select your complimentary uh, spa package absolutely free at checkout. So give yourself a world-class spa experience with the luxurious Chamonix microdermabrasion treatment and botanical infused cleanser and toner. You're going to love it. Just go to GenuCell.com. And if you put in the promo code Sean35, you save an additional 35 bucks. That's S-E-A-N 35 on top of the 60% off sale going on right now at GenuCell.com. Coast to coast, border to border, Sean Hannity is on the radio right now. Well, war. As we continue, Carol Roth and our friend Joe Pags is with us. We're going to find out a lot next week. Um, I, I, look, I, I know I have too much experience in this that I, you just really can't interpret where a jury's going to go and how they're seeing it differently maybe right. in the room. Um, but my thought is he gets acquitted on pretty much everything. Maybe the gun charge sticks, but that's a misdemeanor. I don't even think that I don't even think he's going to get in a lot of trouble for that. In terms of the shooting of three people, I thought it was a pretty compelling case that was made with eyewitness testimony, video testimony, and the star witness uh, of the prosecution's testimony uh, that this was self-defense, Joe Pags. Uh, is it pleasant? No. Uh, should, should Kyle, in retrospect, should people be putting themselves in a position where maybe they have the greatest of intentions and they want to help? Maybe looking back, maybe you want to stay the hell away from areas where you have problems like this. And that means good people would, you know, don't go to help other innocent people that are being hurt, like stores that are being looted and, and arson that's taking place, et cetera. Well, I think it's a great point. First and foremost, we're not talking about the thing that, that even started this entire event that night. The riots over a guy who had a knife fighting police who was where he shouldn't have been and Jacob Blake being shot by police as he was reaching into his car. We're not talking about the riots that were burning down a city. They were attempting to Minneapolis, Kenosha. In Minneapolis, you had hundreds of, of minority-owned businesses burned to the ground, and you were going to see that in Kenosha as well, just because people wanted to riot with a very small amount of information about Jacob Blake in that situation. Uh, I'll bet Kyle, in, in, in retrospect, as you said, Sean, would go back and rethink the events of that night because... Again, there were riots happening, people burning things down, and being a good Samaritan ends up being, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. But what he did that night and how he did it that night was so misrepresented. We got the real facts here. I think you're right. The gun charge maybe sticks. Self-defense is evident when the star witness for the state said, I pointed my gun at the guy before he shot me. And then there's video and photographic evidence of that as well. What makes me sick is that entire montage you just ran is just a very small amount of the misinformation since uh, since August 25th of last year that's been out there. There, I will bet you five to six to seven out of ten Americans think this guy went there and was really nearly shooting anybody he saw. And just one note, if I can, about the AR-15 that they keep on saying AR-15. They're not saying a rifle. AR-15, AR means armalite. It doesn't mean assault rifle. Yeah, it's, by the way. It's just, it's just dumb. They're representing it like it's a bazooka. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, you know, of course, they don't even know what the difference is. You'd have, like, for example, I own AR-15s. 
but they're modified in ways that are so ridiculous to make them compliant with New York laws, Joe. You, right. you, you'd love this. It's all about cosmetics. It has zero to do with with the weapon itself. Nothing. So I guess it makes them feel good. They don't know a darn thing about about a firearm. You're, you're, you're right. They're changing the way it looks, although a much more powerful weapon can look, I guess, more innocuous. The AR-15 is a war-style machine. Nobody's going <laughs> to war with an AR-15. It doesn't make any sense. And, and the, the bullets that he had that night were two two threes, which are basically a twenty two caliber bullet. I don't understand why they're trying to vilify it. Sean, again, and Carol, I think this is an attack on the Second Amendment, an attack on so-called assault rifles, and they're trying to do something bigger than Kyle Rittenhouse out of this. That's my opinion. All right, got to let you both go. Thank you, Joe Pags. We appreciate it. We always thank appreciate you, you sharing your great music with us. Carol, thank you. Good to have you back. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, quick break right back. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour on this Friday. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, I love the fact that people believe the big socialist lie. Again, to, if you want to believe you're going to get, I'm going to get free daycare and I'm going to get free college tuition and I'm, I'm going to get uh, a free um, everything from the government, free government healthy food, government wage, government health care, government retirement, government, government, the same people that can't keep law and order, that lied about Obamacare, keep your doctor plan and save money. Uh, the very same people that robbed and the Social Security lockbox money and squandered it now headed towards insolvency. Same people that lied and wouldn't say what was so obvious in the summer of 2020. Riots are riots. They just just denied it and never discussed it. They only care about one. And that's January 6th. They don't believe in equal justice and application of our laws either. Um if you listen to the many times Joe Biden says over and over and over and over and over, I'm not going to raise taxes on anybody making less than $400,000 a year. First of all, that's a couple. This new bill does not reflect this promise. We got another lie, by the way, in the media mob over there at MSDNC. They're saying, well, the economy is doing well despite inflation and increasing costs. Average American family now is because of Joe Biden's inflation alone is paying over a thousand dollars more. It looks like basic Christmas cookie ingredients are now going to cost more than nine bucks in at least 10 U.S. cities. There's not everything you buy now costs more because of Joe and Joe caused all of it. And now Joe's even saying this week, can you believe that gas prices are this high? Actually said it. This is Joe Biden promising not to do this. Now, who's being impacted the most? negatively by Joe's inflation and by Joe's energy policies. That would be the poor in the middle class, the very people that he promised again and again and again and again and again. He's not going to tax. Well, that's still a tax. And when he taxes corporations and they pass it on to you, that'll be another tax. And when they raise the capital gains tax, that'll also impact middle class Americans. Listen, the reason I'm bothered to do this is I keep hearing on the press, Biden's going to raise your taxes. Anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not pay a single penny in taxes. And we will not increase the deficit either. Anybody making more than $400,000 will see a small to a significant tax increase. If you make less than $400,000, you won't see one single penny in additional federal tax. Joe Biden will not raise taxes on anyone who makes less than $400,000 a year. He has been very clear about that. 
Joe Biden will not end fracking. He has been very clear about that. So no new taxes, $400,000 no in new taxes. There would be no need for it. And will you be raising taxes uh, on small no, businesses? No, 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 you're talking about. Look, you have 90% of the businesses out there are mom and pop businesses yeah. that are out there that are make that employ less than 50 people. There'll be no raising taxes. Nobody making under 400000 bucks would have their taxes raised, period. Bingo. Nobody making less than $400,000 will pay a penny more in tax under my proposal. That's a promise. That's a guarantee, a promise. I give you my words of Biden. That's an absolute guarantee. I mean, it's all big one. It's all one big Ponzi scheme. Anyway, let's get to our phones. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Pam is in New York. Hey, Pam, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Happy Friday. Uh, yes, TJF. Listen, I wanted to let everybody know that I was able to claim a religious exemption, so it is possible to get one. But before I say that, I have to add, so many people have come in with the um, thought process that uh, it's not even worth it. They're not going to listen to me. They're not going to, you know, accept anything I have to say. And that kind of goes along with this whole thing of just allowing people to dictate what happens to us. This is America. We are the people. We. And if we don't start standing up and fighting this, we're not going to be the people anymore, and we're not going to live in a free America. So when the exemption came around, I said, doggone it, I'm going to go for this thing, I don't care what they say. So I went online and I started doing a little bit of research. And um, you don't have to be a religious person to put out a, a religious exemption. All you have to do for me is to believe in God, but you do whatever you got to do. There is a Civil Rights Act from 1965, Title VII, that states an exemption is to be honored, not reviewed, accepted, or rejected. So what I did was when I put in my religious exemption, and I kept it pretty simple, you know, I I really wasn't thinking I was going to get it, um, so I just mentioned that I believe that God is in control of my body and that I don't want to put anything into it that's going to... Do you mind if I ask what field you work in? I'm a nurse. Okay, so you, in New York... They gave you a religious exemption and because this goes against your fundamental religious beliefs. Correct. Okay. Now, as, as part of the deal, do you have to be tested on a regular basis for COVID? Not so far. We haven't. We're, we were told we're going to have to abide by certain rules, but I haven't found out what the rules are yet. You see, to me, this is what I've been saying, and maybe I've not been articulate enough on it, and I need to be. Uh, in my opinion... The debate over vax, don't vax. And, and I don't care how many people scream, you know, F your freedom or uh, yell at you like I guess it was Gene Simmons of Kiss, you know, telling people whatever he said yesterday. I just I'm, I've had it with these people. They don't under, understand. There are people with rare med- medical conditions. There are people that have deeply held religious views. Oh, and there is, and, and there is a way. Well, if we follow the science that they say. There is a way that you can have a safe work environment and accommodate people that for whatever reason choose or can't get vaccinated. And that the natural answer would be that you get tested. Now, you can test people. It takes 10, 12, 15 minutes max. And people, if you want to test them every day, test them every day. And then that would mean they're walking into the office, not COVID positive. On top of the fact that we were told that the vaccine would protect you against getting covid and then it turned out we have all these breakthrough cases so they were wrong again and now we, you need 
you know, it was vax or mask. Now it's vax, mask, uh, and booster, booster, booster. I mean, they just, you know, this is why people have no faith, trust in the guys like Fauci, the people at the uh-huh. CDC, the people at the NIH, Joe Biden, and the rest of them. Because uh-huh. they no, keep changing their mind every five minutes. Well, you know, another thing, too, back last January when this whole thing um, came out, my entire department was sick. We were all sick. We all thought we had the flu, and we also we got it because the vaccine didn't work. Remember the old flu vaccine before COVID came to me? That was when everybody was dying from that, and you had to be vaccinated. Um, by the, so by the way, the was, flu usually on any given year is at best 40% effective. They, they, they're they guessing which strain you're going to end up getting. Yeah. Sean, it's all about fear. Everybody that I talk to, Listen, oh my I, gosh, I, uh, it's fear. Half my friends, I always got a flu shot every year. All right, I got one this year. And half my friends think I'm an idiot, and the other half agree with me. You know, and I'm just like, you don't want to get it? I don't, I don't give a flying rip if you get it or not. And at the end of the day, I really, I shouldn't say my own view, but I think everybody has to take this and look at it a little bit broader and not listen to all the fear. What really gets me with all this, and I've been seeing this firsthand, I'm a nurse, um, the fear that people are so afraid, oh, my God, i got to get this, I'm going to die. Now, if I don't can I ask you a personal oh, question? Oh, you, don't, don't, you do not have to answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. My question is simple. Um, did you get COVID as a nurse? Yes, I did. Okay, so you have natural immunity. Yes, I do. But that okay. doesn't count anymore. I am, well, I am waiting for the science to come back from Israel on the nearly 800,000 people. The early indications were with the Delta variant, with all the breakthrough cases, that it was 27 times more effective than any of the vaccines that they were using there. And it, it needs to be peer-reviewed and when that science comes in i think it will tell us an awful lot more about about natural immunity t-cell immunity whatever you want to call it and i have a funny feeling that you know robert malone who created the technology he's a medical doctor who created the technology that made it possible uh to create the mrna vaccines that would be pfizer and moderna um yeah he said to me that that originally it was for for older people with comorbidities. He said correct, it was never correct. about the entire population. That's kind of scary to me. No, but he also said that it, early indications. He's following this this closely as well in Israel. That that the even his own technology can't match natural immunity. Now time will tell. I'm following the science. I'm waiting for the peer review. I want to see what happens. Well, you know, in the very, very beginning of this, there was so much on the Internet about this. Many, many different doctors spoke about it. And if you have a second, this is an amazing story. It, it won't right. take very long. I'll give you the but, last word. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. Um, I was listening to this one doctor. I believe he was out of Germany. And he was saying, the, God has made an amazing system when he's made a human body. And in his human body, he said, yeah, I'm going to make it like an orchestra. He said, and God is the conductor of the orchestra. And each different part of the body plays a different instrument. And usually when viruses come in, they attack one part of the body first. So when God sees, oops, sounds like we have a problem in one area, he sends his scouts out to find out what's going on and report back to the group and let us know what to do, and then we'll take it from there on how we're going to fix this. With the mRNA vaccine, what it's doing is it's, a, it's, it's alerting the entire body because these little clowns are made throughout your entire body. It's not settling in one area to start. It's going everywhere. So the body goes into chaos because the orchestra is trying to play there. They're listening to the conductor, and now everyone's coming back saying, oh, my God, we got a problem here. We have a problem here. We have a problem here. And that's your Listen, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds into the MR, uh, mRNA virus or J&J shot. 
you know, I just I urge people it's too complicated to do in, in one phone call on a radio show. I urge people again, take it seriously. I've seen the worst of this. I bet you've seen the worst of it as well as a nurse. Um, I urge people to research extensively. I urge people to take into account their unique medical history and current condition and talk to their own doctor, doctors and medical professionals they trust. You know, unlike you, you are a medical professional. I'm not, Pam. I'm not a doctor. I didn't go to medical school. You went to nursing school. I didn't. You know more than I do. So I, I've got to, I'm, I just refuse to play doctor and tell people what to do when I don't know a thing about their unique medical history or condition. I've been doing this. I, we are losing our jobs because of this. I mean, this is ludicrous. This is illogical. What is going on? What is the bigger picture? All right, I've got to run to some other calls, but I appreciate you being with us, and I'm glad you got your exemption. I probably would be quiet about it if you want my advice, because it's it's not widely accepted at this point. But um, I'm glad you got it. I think others should get it as well. Michelle is in Michigan. Michelle, how are you? I'm good, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Happy Friday. Well, it's not a happy Friday for me. What's the matter? Your uh, heart is troubled. What can I do to help you? My heart is troubled. I look for that that every single night for you to say so it gives me hope i'm a mid-level provider in michigan and my patient base is 55 and older right um so are, are you a registered my, nurse or doctor or a physician assistant okay pa by the way physician assistants do like 90 percent of the hard work <laughs> well there, that's possible um but i am losing my job from a large one of the largest hospital systems in our country and that has a 99% denial rate for religious and medical exemptions. And I was denied both three times. Um, so wow. it's, it's very problematic. Even some nurses who are vaxxed, they're leaving to go work um, travel nursing because it's, it's, so much, it's so much more pay. Um, so we are losing an awful lot of really good staff. And it's not just nurses and physician assistants and, you know, there, there's ancillary staff as well. My concern is is that we have Joe Biden, who has not had a physical or cognitive testing like Trump did. Um, and he, Trump, very smartly, he asked for cognitive testing, and he did a MOCA score, which is a Montreal Cognitive Assessment, got 30 out of 30 out of on it. So, you know, these, these tests, you know, they're for short-term memory, focus, spatial awareness, concentration, all of which Biden clearly has trouble with. And we've given him the keys to the to the whole country. And things are happening so fast that we can't even react to them. The border, Afghanistan, uh, losing a lot of really good medical staff. Um, you know, there were 27 psychologists, clinical psychologists and medical health professionals that actually wrote a book. And they called it The Dangerous Case of Donald Trump. Where are those clinicians now? When Biden has clear signals of cognitive impairment and we're nobody's testing him, nobody's challenging it. Look, I think uh, who was it that said I think Nikki Haley said it. And, you know, everybody should be cognitively tested if they're going to run for president. Right. Um, I don't think Joe Biden knows what day of the week it is half the time. I really don't. And, you know, when when Peter Ducey asks him about the payments to illegal immigrants, 450 grand. And Joe says that's garbage and, and you guys need to stop talking about that garbage and it's not going to happen. And then two days later is passionately defending it. I don't know what's worse. The fact that he didn't know his own administration's policy or the fact that he's going along with the stupid idiot, idiotic idea. 
Uh, I got to run. Thanks for the call. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today and for this week. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. Please set your DVR for the very latest. The latest on the Rittenhouse trial, uh, Greg Jarrett, Alan Dershowitz, uh, Leo 2.0, Tammy Bruce will join us as well. And lastly, we have an exclusive report on the dangers of our border. 9 Eastern tonight. We'll see you on the Fox News Channel. Have a great weekend. Uh, We'll see you back here Monday. You make this show possible. We can't say thank you enough. See you tonight. Back here Monday. Have a great weekend.